On today's episode of GMGM Market Talk, we dove a bunch into the current state of things, the lull that the NFT space is currently going through, some of the slow trends, what we're taking a look at. There was a lot of conversation around the raffle meta that's going on. We had the notorious raffle winner, Suge, come on, discuss how he's been winning these and his true sentiment on what he feels about the raffle ecosystem. We also decided to dive into some Polygon things with the news that they paid Starbucks $20 million to launch their Starbucks NFT on Polygon and how and what would drive business to decide to launch on Solana with the smudge, the black eye, the negative tonality that's kind of popping up due to the FTX situation. And then we also covered some alpha, what we're taking a look at, some projects that we think could have some opportunities and where we could see a volume surge start to pick up again. And as always, the analytics were brought to you by our title sponsor, hellomoon.io, a completely free analytics tool breaking down the Solana ecosystem, giving us all the insights, metrics, data, and workflows to help you gain an advantage across the Solana ecosystem from SPL tokens to Solana DeFi to the sweet Solana NFTs that we all know and love. If you want to tune into the episodes live, 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Monday to Friday at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. But let's get into the episode. What is going on, Web3 ecosystem? It is a good morning to have a good morning, and I hope you are all doing well. We are back again for another episode of GMGM GM Market Talk, breaking down what's going on in the space, what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're losing money, where we're making money, and what's going on across NFTs and crypto as always. I'm glad to have you here. Shout out Bunny, shout out Manny co-hosting today. We got some good speakers up. If you're new here, please request to speak. We love new opinions, love hot takes, love if you're net new and just got something to share to the dialogue and conversation as always. But man, it's been an electric three days. We saw Solana volume break over 300,000 on the 24 hour. It has since dropped back down to about 130K. It's kind of ugly. Not looking great at the moment. Hopefully, we get another relief rally here. Seems like crypto sold pretty hard yesterday. We saw a bunch of just straight piss missiles down across the board on the cryptocurrency front. But other than that, man, seems like we have some projects revealing today with Clanosaurs. We got some pullbacks on the board. Shout out our title sponsor, hellomoon.io. Free analytics tools giving us all the metrics you could possibly need to navigate the Solana ecosystem from DeFi to NFTs to what we're minting, what we're selling. And taking a look, we got Galactic Gecko seeing a 2,000 soul sale and now up about 5% on their floor price. Nice little price action there. Mint Tubes holding that 212 floor pretty damn well. D-Gods pushing off 300 Still struggling to get up and over that. Liberty Square down about 13%, but seeing some smart money inflow. We got Blocksmith Labs at 82 Soul. Famous Fox Federation at 42. Planosaurs sitting pretty at 28.5. Does seem like they're seeing a slight decrease in volume, however. I think we may catch some legs here later in the day once we get that reveal. So some good signs. Some good things still happening. But now it's a, it's a matter of what's next. We got Tile Pilots. Nomads, a couple other collections that are on the near term that I'm excited for. Going to be eyeing some things on the existing market as well. I know Way of Wade, one of the more popular collections from a while back, finally launching some of their IRL utility. We've seen anybody's with the Toys R Us drop coming here in six days. So we still got some movement, still got some action. But before we get into it, Bunny, Manny, how are you? GM easy. I've, I've been staring at these kennel clubs, man. I'm waiting them to get to your price target. Uh, We're never getting there, you son of a bitch. Happening. Ever. 
If they get back to three, I'll be content. But uh, the thesis played out. The price action didn't. And if kennel clubs get to one ETH at this point, I think we see your ape get down to like half an ETH. Okay. <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, we got the trial of Jimmy the monkey coming up here in December. So my thesis was not wrong. You got to admit that. I've been saying I think they start delivering on this roadmap 2.0 sooner than later here. And sure enough, Thanksgiving Day, they fired off the announcement that the trial starts this holiday season. Buddy, what do you think happens? Do you think we see this on the other side? Do you think – I'm curious your thoughts as the lone ape up here. I, I, I do. I, I think there's a chance we see it on the other side, literally, because I think they said there's another trip coming soon. Um, I don't know. It seems like the timing could coincide uh, perfectly. Um, they have to do something, man. Like they, they haven't, they haven't given me anything. They haven't given me free money in, in like several months, several, several months. They've airdropped me any money. Um, and then like the lands are down, like I'm down fucking expeditiously on those. Um, except for that rare artifact that I bought, I bought a Coda axe for like 12 ETH and I'm actually up to ETH. The, the floor is like 14 point something. So that thing's in a stable coin through the bear market. Yeah. I know you had a, a pretty wild thesis on the uh, Coda Axe. So I'm glad it's somehow, some way working out. That's always a good sign. I guess I am just curious too. When was the last time the apes gave out free money? I mean, you do have ApeCoin staking starting here in what, like three days though? Dude, that doesn't count, bro. <laughs> I live in America. Like, stop. I'm not using a VPN. You don't need one, bro. Yeah. They even said just you go straight to contract. What's the worst that could happen? Maybe you lose your ape. Uh, yeah, I'm going to skip the staking. I don't even have any ApeCoin right now, but I, I guess the last time they gave us something for free legitimately was ApeCoin, which is what, uh, I think that was March. That actually is a surprisingly long time, all things considered, for uh, what we normally see from the Ape community. So, yeah, bro, just throw me like another DCL wearable. Like, I'll even live with that. That wouldn't be the worst thing. What, what was the last one? You got a hoodie, I think? Yeah, I sold, I sold it too. That's not bad. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. I want to... It was like 0.03 ETH. That's like a million soul. All right. Listen, you you have some public-facing tweets now admitting that you enjoy Solana, so let's not fud too hard now, big dog. I want to pass it over to Manny. What's going on? Dude, not a whole lot, man. Looking at uh, Stone Deep Crew, it's their birthday today, so one year in the game. That's looking pretty interesting. Outside of that, just holding one-to-one Lily to Lotus Gang. Not really anything outside of like pilots, nomads, and bodega buddies on my radar. There's something minting today. I got like five whitelists for, I don't even know what it is. Dude, I probably won't even mint it. It's on the Magic Eden launch pad. I have no idea. Like they're like, oh, you want some whitelists? So I was like, I, I mean, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't that excited about it. I'm pumped. I'm back on the East Coast, dude. I'm hammering out some traffic right now. Bro, the West Coast is nice, but nothing beats the East, dude. That's it. Dude, it's the Beast Coast, you know? Can't beat it. So I'm in the same boat as you. The West Coast is cool, but it's it's not my jam. I'd prefer to stay on this side where the time's a little bit earlier. It's uh, a little little less casual. But Frisk, what's going on? Jam easy. Jam many. Jam bunny. Jam everyone in the NFT ecosystem. Uh, it's been an electric past few days, as Izzy would say. I've been bragging to my youth friends about how Solana has just been fucking fun to be a part of for the past little while. Like... Um, I just got through raffling my monkey. I will never do that again, ever. Uh, it just felt like I was begging people to buy like tickets, and I hate that feeling so much. I feel like really guilty because all my friends who bought tickets lost, and I just felt like like I'm fucking mooch. Um, ended up, Clannistar was really cool. Um, 
I like that was nothing shy of a great success for the team so far. With revealed, I think happening what time is it now? Eight AM. In six hours, I think reveal is happening in about six hours from now. Um, I'm definitely looking to see what the price action is there. I, I I think that people are going to be a little surprised with what from what they're expecting versus what is is to come with reveal. I just I, I'm I'm curious to see what the public reaction is. I'm excited for it. I think that their art is incredible. One of the things they, they did really well was the facial expressions. And I, I can't wait to see more of that. Um, I need Valhalla to get up right now. I'm so sick of waiting. I can't do this anymore. Fucking, just, just, just someone go sweep for the culture. Please, just go do it. Um, yeah, you got what, like another month till reveal on that? I, just, I, I, I Honestly, I, I'll take as long as it takes. Just someone do it. I don't care how long it takes. Please. But you um, want it to reveal? No, I want to sell before reveal. Okay. That is, that is what I want to to get out on. Um, my big thing that I'm excited for is, uh, and I, I don't know what the validity of it is, but I think that tomorrow or Friday or, or even Tuesday, sorry, Wednesday, Artifact is dropping their Clonex Gen 2. So I'm very curious to see how that goes because the eggs were something I thought were not coming till Q1 next year. And now we're getting them like in 24 hours. So as a Clonex holder, very excited, but also just because like Artifact has had a lot of drops, like a lot, a lot, a lot of drops. And now we're getting the eggs finally coming out, which I, I think is a metaverse play. But I, I, I really, really want to see like what Bill's reaction is to it. We've had a bit of volume on like Clonex as well, too. I'm expecting quite a big dip tomorrow after it happens. But yeah, uh, it's exciting. So let's actually get into that clone X thing. I'm I'm definitely curious in that ecosystem. Are they launching eggs? Is that what it is? I think I keep seeing that. Yes. Yeah, so they announced something called Animus. It is eggs. They had a dope fucking trailer to kind of show it off. I got very strong Pokemon vibes. That's kind of what I got. I think that that's the route that they're taking. The information is scarce, but it's some sort of airdrop. And I think it's going to have some sort of benefit. I don't. I, I'm expecting supply to be 20k, uh, like one to one for clones, um, and I don't honestly know what they do. I just know it's an airdrop, and everyone just like when the trailer dropped, everyone was just too excited to ask questions because the trailer looked really cool. Um, that, that's really all I know about it, to be honest. I'm expecting a metaverse play, which makes sense if Nike was building a metaverse. Like that just would add up a lot. I think you're spot on with that. It'll be really curious to see what they do. It feels I feel like everyone's launching metaverses and yet there's no adoption of it at all. So that's what's becoming a little bit more tough to me. Like we need one that's becoming centralized. And I thought that like sandbox may do it, but uh not looking too pretty for that either. So I'm I'm curious to see how the clones pivot here, what they actually do. I definitely want to see them come up with something as well for like these redeemables. Cause I think I think artifact could crush the physical, like IRL utility play. Just because of all the IP that's under Nike's brand. We do also have Sugar up here. So I want to dive into the raffle thing that Frisk had mentioned. Because Sugar's notorious for winning with one ticket. He had some opinionated tweets yesterday on if he feels the famous Fox raffles are rigged. Sugar, my friend, how you doing? I'm curious your thoughts on the whole uh, the whole raffle meta right now. Yo, there is no way I want that much fucking money if that shit is fair. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> so, let's start with that. No, but jokes apart, jokes apart. Uh, like the thing is, I, I had this little fight yesterday with, I don't know, some guy from the famous Foxy team. And like the the fact that, I mean, okay, some other bozos were like, you did nothing. We 
we just randomly went up 5x in volume. No, suck my fucking dick. Like, uh, you see after my fucking first post, like, the volume went ballistic. Like, okay, maybe it's coincidence or maybe I'm just the raffle god, you know? Like, give the man his crown. But yeah, what I was saying is, I was complaining before there were, because there were like a few sketchy things, like the one I talked about, like of tickets not showing up, they blaming it on Project Dolphin, like front-end issues, whatever. And I'm like, okay, then let me check on chain that those tickets were in. And they're like, we can't let you check, it's on private servers. And then I'm like, how can I fucking check that the raffles are fair if you can't even check how many tickets entered? And they're like, well, it's on the back end. Uh, you have to ask us, we check. And I'm like, you do realize like that's fucking retarded. I, I won't ask you about every raffle and like whether it's fair or not. So either they make it on chain or like it's very sketchy. And then there is this one fucking wallet that fucking wins 1.2k soul with seven soul invested. Like, you're going to tell me that's normal for someone else apart from me? Like, come on, be honest. And yeah, things like these and like other weird shit. I don't know, like either they bring the verified randomness on chain or I'm honestly like really baffled. And the funny thing is uh, I started gambling on raffles because I'm developing a platform on BSC and our our random number generation is also off chain. So it's it's pretty comical that I'm calling them out. But yeah, uh, this is it. Yeah, I, I like the take on it. And uh, I was reading you and Foxy Generals back and forth yesterday. And the fact I thought I just thought it was on chain, you know. So that became a, a slight surprise to me. And seeing the fact that it's not is making it a little bit more difficult to verify. I think it's also crazy that you see so many people actually win with one ticket. And I guess that's odds. But you had some interesting comments too, diving in. Like a lot of them are new wallets, and like that seems like a pretty easy way to get people into it if they are a net new user who wins with one ticket. The likelihood of them sticking around throwing volume at it is much higher. You, as a malicious actor, you could get like a wallet, like play uh, 200 raffles with it and then start winning everything and be like, oh, but I just played 200 raffles with this. Uh, that guy just, just got lucky. No, but the thing is, listen, like if they wanted to manipulate it, we couldn't even check. That's what I'm complaining about. I'm not complaining like, you know, about someone winning or someone losing because I would be a hypocrite. I don't know. It's weird as fuck, man. And uh, like them saying it's difficult to bring it on chain. And I found like a fucking super small project that has uh, verified randomness on chain and would probably sell them the, I don't know, the custom smart contract or whatever the fuck it is for some stupid low amount of money. Like if they wanted to bring it on chain, they could. And the fact that raffles have been going on for so long and it hasn't been done, like it makes me think bad, you know, like I, I fucking... I don't know. I love Ruffles, but I stopped playing because it, it doesn't feel fair. And whether it's true or not, that's not up to me to judge. No, absolutely. And I mean, I'm just looking too, and it does seem that volume slowing slightly on them. We saw a pretty big blow off last week, which isn't expected to see a pullback here. But it's also like a lot of people are now hosting these raffles. So it is diluted from like the hosting side. And I've been messing around with it, just trying to figure out like what the best method is for like either hosting or entering them. Yeah. And it seems like that volume is kind of waning. So it's, uh, it's touch down on the one raffle t- on the one ticket per raffle thing. Like, yes, please. Uh, so I'm going to explain to you why you're actually wrong about one ticket as winning. So most of the raffles lately, how the meta has been shifting on the creator side is like they do low counts, high price. Like there was a D God worth like 1000 soul and one ticket was 10 soul, 111 tickets, you know? Shit like that. 
So when you have very little tickets and uh, you have a lot of one ticketers, like let's say two guys have 20%, so that's 40%. Uh, 10% as like between two, three tickets and everyone else has one ticket. That's like if like 40% of the whole pool was one ticketers. So you're not actually losing to a guy with one ticket. You're losing to 40 guys with one ticket, which actually have the majority of the tickets. So it's kind of a mindfuck the way I'm explaining it to you. And I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. Like usually in like small ticket count ruffles, the most amount of tickets are held by one ticketers. And you can see that as one big pool, you know, that's why I'm thinking that that's also very good to make uh, like ruffles under 120, 100 tickets, because it gives everyone kind of a good chance to win. When you have like 500 or 1000 tickets, then it defies the whole purpose, because even if you have 100 unique users getting one tickets is very, is very difficult for them to win. So that's the one ticket thing. I hope it explains it clearly. I know it's mind boggling a little bit, but you know, it kind of makes sense that they are the majority in most of the small count ruffles. Uh, if you have any questions, let me know. No, absolutely. And I, I always appreciate the kind of insight that you provide on it since uh, you've become the, the raffler here, the raffle god over here. So it's, a, it's, it's an interesting kind of meta, interesting dynamic. I'm not too sure how long it'll last. I was back testing some of the data and taking a look. And there has been some like decent volume for the last couple months. But now we're just definitely seeing more raffles than number of people competing in them. And last week, it seemed like everybody was diving into this. And this week, it seems everyone's realizing like it is still gambling. And that's in itself still a big risk. So people are slowly fading from that. I'm not too sure how much longer it'll last. Uh, I think we'll still see some volume but not to the degrees that we've been seeing it. Where like basically every raffle was selling out. People were betting on anything and everything. Like you would see GMers selling for like half a soul despite the floor being 0.1. So like even that in itself is pretty crazy. It's uh it's always fun. I think the other thing too is like with soul selling today, some people are a little bit more hesitant to be throwing money around until we continue to stabilize. When soul ranges, that's when a lot more people tend to kind of participate in NFTs in the sort of gambling aspect, any way to try to make some money despite the price action staying flat. So that's kind of where I'm watching a lot of this and trying to just figure out like what and where people are shifting. The other thing that I'm like trying to figure out right now in the market is with no hype mints at the moment, it seems like existing projects are going to be the ones right now that tend to get some legs and any sort of announcement that plays out right now is where people are going to be focused. I know a lot of people are anxiously waiting for some D-Gods announcement. I guess we were supposed to have Ute staking in the new D-Gods roadmap, and we haven't quite gotten that either. So a lot of things right now that are leading to slower volume. It was pretty clear, though, that there is still a lot of volume on the sidelines. When you look at the Clannosaurs day, we saw 300k volume ramp. And now we're back to, what, 128,000 soul. So honestly, if we dip under 100K, that's where I'll have more concerns. But even now, like the low liquidity markets are where you kind of find those opportunities to buy into projects that have been quiet and are now slowly starting to deliver stuff. Like I keep looking at the ETH side of things. Mechaverse is back to 0.43. Pixelmon caught a pump. We saw a Crocolypse get back up to 0.21. So there's some like existing projects that are finally delivering the things that they've been waiting on. And for me, that's what I'm kind of like eyeing. I know we still have cellmates waiting for that PFP burn that that's coming up. Uh, I did also see, I think it was 1984, got some legs over the weekend as well once again. So there is still movement in the market. The other thing I want to talk about is the Def Beef sale yesterday for I think it was like $260,000. 
Uh, it was a single item that sold. I have no idea why. I'm curious if anyone has any insight as to that. I went looking at it and none of it made any sense to me. And for, for that perspective, it was just kind of like an OG project. Seemed like they sold one and now we're sitting in this market where volume's a little bit slower. I did also want to pass it over to uh, Sam here. I know he's a, a big clone supporter. So I am curious what Sam's thoughts are on the Gen 2 clones, the eggs, what's going on with that. I would love to get some insight. Sam, putting you on the spot. You are a bit, mate. Sorry, mate. I'm like trying to find headphones and just sorry. <laughs> I'm here though. I'm back. How we doing, mate? Sorry. Yeah, clones, clones, version two, eggs. What are your thoughts on the eggs? Well, mate, it's a bit, um, I'm excited, you know, I'm, I'm all about getting airdrop free money, but um, I'm, we don't know anything about it, mate. So we've just had a really cool trailer of some floating eggs with some Pokemon style characters. We don't know if there's going to be rarity to these eggs, if there's going to be any kind of metadata on them when we get them. They told us to set two days, so today and tomorrow, to set in our calendars. So I've got a feeling it's they might announce that a snapshot's going to be taken today and we'll get the drop tomorrow. But, I mean, I also think it's some form of metaverse play. Uh, if you've seen the trailer, it kind of makes out that they're in this, like, space city thing walking around with some like massive pokemon and then some little coda um but yeah i think it's it's obviously got something to do with those two creatures that are wandering around with the clone mate so it's like some pokemon-y kind of metaverse-y gamey play in my opinion do we know if it's one-to-one airdrop for it yes it's where one clone gets one egg okay so we're looking at what another 20k Entering the Clone X ecosystem? Uh, yeah, so another, yeah, so I suppose it's like, it's a whole new, so obviously they got the Clone X and then this is like Animus, so it's like a whole new arm. They did do some art stuff, uh, they did a tweet about, about a month ago and it, there was wolves in it. It was actually around about the same time Nick did the preview of the, uh, of the Nifty PFP and um, yeah, it was like, it was like four wolves in quite in like a cartoony kind of style drawing all around the egg and like protect the egg. That's all it's been is protect the egg, protect the egg coming out of like the clone X and artifact team. So, um, mate, Interesting. I, I can't, yeah, there's not a huge amount of alpha to give cause they have given fuck all away to be fair to them. So I, in all honesty, I wouldn't be surprised cause they, they've made it out. It's going to be an airdrop. I've got a feeling it's going to be, you're going to have to claim it, but we'll see today. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely interested to just see what's happening in the market just cause it is, it is quiet, man. Like right now, really, what's like, what's even on the horizon for a lot of stuff? We have the trial of Jimmy the Monkey. We have the Clone X drop. Other than that, like from the ETH side of things, meme I'm land. like curious. Oh, meme land. But that's that's what? What's the mint on that again? Like 1.69 ETH? <laughs> like not yeah. even kidding. It's it's absurdly Jesus. hot. What? Did you just say what? For like, I, I thought they were doing 20,000 pieces of land as well, isn't it? For meme land? Yeah. Frisk, you got any insight on this? Because I know you had been sharing some of the alfalfa on Meme Land. Yeah, so Meme Land's going to be 10,000 pieces. Um, the thing they're doing with Whitelist is... One second. <coughs> Fuck my fucking life. The thing they're going to be doing with... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just being Arabic. The thing they're going to be doing with uh, Meme Land is they're going to be doing 10,000 pieces. They have their Potatoes collection out right now, which is very obviously like their their big one. The 10,000 pieces from Meme are called Captains. The potatoes, basically, if you own a potato, you get access to their sub-whitelist. If you own three potatoes, you get two sub-whitelists and one whitelist. And so, at that point, it's just like Mint. 
and then first come first serve. There's a few people from like select communities who they also just gave whitelists to, in which case, holy fuck, you're raking, you, you have like a insane value right now on your hands. <clears throat> I only know Kaiju Kings is the one that got like those spots. I think got like something stupid, like 700 spots for, for Kaijus just because like Nagag CEO likes them. I don't know if that's uh, first come first serve or not, but yeah, it, it, that that's kind of what they're doing as far as it goes. Mint will be 1.69 ETH, which is wild, like absolutely, absolutely wild. <clears throat> also easy i think the next like month and a half to two months for eth is gonna be kind of popping off i'm not gonna lie like between eggs between jippy the monkey um and even azuki has their one year uh in january which i think that something really cool could happen for that um so i think there's there's some like volume that could be floating around especially when you take into like the big like those are three of i'd argue the three biggest projects on eth um besides punks I like that call out because I do think that there's still a lot of opportunity. We are also seeing just like a lot of projects try to launch like more supply, like Cool Cats did their one football collection. It's not going too great, to be brutally honest with you. I think that floor is down to 0.035. But it seems like a lot of these projects that have been around for a while are continuing to try to like drop things. Uh, We also have Pablo Stanley's Humankind Lunchboxes. I was looking at these last night and I just love how those look. I wish that they had more of a tie into like the Roboto's ecosystem. I know that that's something that... uh, I was expecting a little bit of an overlap, but we didn't get. The Azuki thing is something I'm really interested in. They continue to just basically go way overboard. You know what I mean? With everything that they do, they had an IRL party with the airdrop for the beans. I believe that was last November. Um, I want to say maybe even maybe even after that. Was it last November? I don't think it was last November. It, maybe it was last summer? There. Like, <laughs> everyone knows the story. Like, you know, they brought these people out to a party. They airdropped all the beans like as it as the party's going on, and everyone just woke up the next morning with two beans in their wallet, each worth three ETH. Like, what kind of, what kind of experience do you get that from any other project? In, it, absolutely insane. And also, I'm glad you brought that up. I seriously, beans are on my bear market buy list. They really, really are. I think I think they can do insanely well. Yeah, that's one project I'm looking at too. We saw a ton of money flow into that ecosystem with the golden skateboards. So like I just keep saying it, like there's still a lot of money on the sidelines, but there just needs to be some form of catalyst. Like looking at the space as a whole, we're getting a ton of people kind of stepping away and kind of just like, I don't know if it's being more patient or just kind of like figuring out other things to do to occupy their time instead of staring at their desk. And that's something for me, it's like, until we get a catalyst somewhere, somehow, some way, the volume in itself, I think, does continue to stagnate. And up until we get something that leads to people wanting to dive back in and throw money at the space, it's. I think we just continue to kind of cycle here. I've been eyeing a lot more like the one-of-one scene. Somehow exchange art has just been printing for me, just like buying into these open editions and flipping through that way. And uh, I never thought that it would come to that, that moment because like the worst possible thing that happens with it is like you're stuck with good art you know and that's something i do kind of want to just also take a look at from the eth side of things and i haven't dove into as heavily but i'm slowly starting to weigh some of that because you can just find yourself like doom scrolling these art pages and finding dope stuff that you end up wanting to just buy and if you get it early enough you see some insane sales like i know hotheads uh, their most recent auction went for i want to say it was over 200 soul and you could have bought those three months ago for sub 50 60 and that's kind of the crazy thing here. And like, that's a one of one PFP collection. So it's crazy to just see some volume and movement still cycling around. I know High Blinks has been dropping some stuff. 
We have Lurkers collections also gaining volume here. There's a lot of stuff like that that always gets me excited because like you just find some good art and find some cool things that are going on. Sam, what do you got? No, I couldn't agree more, mate. I am. I'm, I'm my one of one collections are definitely growing in the, in the last couple of months, but uh, pulling some triggers on some art stuff. But uh, what I wanted to throw out there as well, mate, is just is the dot swoosh went live as well last week. So people started receiving all their dot swoosh accounts and being able to create their, their codes. So that, and that went like that. There's a collection, it's obviously on Polygon. So everyone's been able to create their own individual Nike dot swoosh IDs, which I thought I'd throw out there as well. Are those selling yet? Do we know? Nah, there. I haven't seen a single set. I'm trying to find the collection. I haven't struggled with me, but uh, I'll send you a link as soon as one of the boys sends it over to me. But um, I, I, I checked in like two days ago. There wasn't a single sale on it. But I'm, I still haven't a my access code and dot sam hasn't gone yet, mate. So I'm just praying I get it before that. There's not even gone. a single listing yet. I found the the Nike Inc. swoosh IDs. Eleven thousand five hundred fifty three items. Zero percent creator fee on Polygon. Started this November. And there's not even a single listing yet, so I don't know if you can exchange these just yet. Oh, I got God knows, mate. But it's just it's just nice to see that they they obviously started this because you know what it's like. I don't know if you wrote there. No, I almost did. Yeah, that was uh, that was me by accident. Sorry, Sam. I was trying right. to turn on your post notifications. My bad, dude. That's all right, Manny, bro. Um, yeah, so they somebody put it in the discord and you know what it's like you like you don't don't believe like oh i got my code i've just created it you don't believe them until you actually see it so it was just nice to see and it's every day like an like a, like 200 or 400 are being added like every day so people are they're obviously drip dripping out the codes as it as we speak so i just want my code mate i just want just want my dykes my 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 dot swoosh id that's that's all i give a fuck about right now <laughs> Nah, I'm I'm in the same boat. We're also seeing a nice little ramp. I think yesterday I was talking about it. Polygon users are up about 30%. The other thing I found crazy that got shared yesterday was Polygon paid Starbucks $20 million to launch Starbucks on the Polygon chain. So that's like the least surprising thing. Uh, I was given a ton of credit to the BD team, but I guess I need to start giving more credit to the bags that they have. You know what I mean? And uh, that's something I think we're going to continue to see is how they onboard some of these users is through financial means. And it also seemed like the Metaplex team and the Solana team was talking about some on par with Starbucks partnerships that will be launching in, they say, the next two to three months. So I'm eager to see what they got in store, what's cooking up behind the scenes, because I do think that Solana needs like a, a big name brand to get into the space. The Toys R Us thing is cool. But it's still Toys R Us. Like they went bankrupt seven years ago. So like besides that, it's for me like we need something that's still in right now that's uh, not underwater in itself to launch. I am excited to get a Jeffrey the Giraffe personally, but other than that, man, I need I need a nice big brand here to step in the space. Like if Swoosh was launched on Soul, your boy would be ecstatic. Running man, what you got? Good morning, Easy. How we doing? Um, I mean, I'm hearing talk about like you know the market stagnates and then where the catalysts. I mean. Aren't there like a ton of catalysts coming for Solana Blackchain this week? I mean, you've got Metaplex likely to launch their new contract standard um, start updating, you know, royalties back into secondary marketplaces, ton of projects launching utility off the back of that, I'd imagine. Um, if I had to look at the play during that time, I'd look at the Metaplex token because um, that, that's incorporated into that standard um, could be applied, that token. Um, I mean, just... It, 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 Think about Web two brands. I mean, if we, if we if we if we look at how when Web 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 two was adopted, you know, bricks and mortar didn't come into that space and like energize the space. 
Um, it was it was Amazon, eBay. Um, you know that Web two created their own brands and projects, and you know that was born in the in the in you know in, in Web two. I've got off still I feel like Web two coming into Web three is like bricks and mortar coming into Web two. Yeah, they'll set up with a website and do some, you know try and incorporate into the business plan. But if we look at like real brands. I think they need to be moulded in this space, like your board apes, like your D gods, and those are the ones probably that I'm going to, you know, go forward into the future. I mean, you know, it's never a bad thing, but I mean, if we look at Web two, nobody's ever done it properly. They need to really commit to the space in order for it to happen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as I say, I mean, it, it could be a big week for Solana blockchain this week. It could be some big catalyst coming into into play. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, at the moment, things are fairly quiet. It could be the calm before the storm, in my opinion. I do have some, I guess, the the counter thesis to the royalty thing. I think we could see volume decline when royalties become enforced again. It'll eliminate the wash trading and give us a clearer picture on like markets that are actually moving, projects that are actually cycling. Cook, you had your hand up. What's going on? Uh, hey, dude. How you doing? I'm not sure if we've talked before. I'm a big fan. Thanks for having me. Um, all I wanted to say, you were you were touching on like the future of Soul and the big brand partnerships we're seeing elsewhere. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, I love the Polygon stuff with uh, Starbucks and Reddit. I'm not so familiar with the Nike thing. I'm going to go check that out. But what I wanted to talk about or ask your thoughts on, I know you're a little biased and so am I, but like, what do you think the long, mid to long-term future of Seoul is as a chain? Like, I think we're at a critical moment with all this SBF stuff and FTX and like, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm super bearish on Seoul. I don't want to be, but why would someone come in and launch on Seoul? Like we got Toys R Us, but like, you know, why is like McDonald's going to go to Seoul and not just an L2 or like a scaling solution on ETH? You know, I can't, I can't come up with an answer for that. Yeah. And that's a tough thing too, that like right now we kind of have this smudge on Solana because of the FTX situation. And with that too, comes a lot of uh, controversy as well. So I think that we are going to see some dark days leading forward until we can kind of get past that sentiment until that, that, kind of news cycle moves on. And right now it seems like mainstream media is pushing a narrative that like SBF's not really the bad guy. FTX just had some issues is all. And that's like a bigger concern for me. But it also makes me think like if the narrative around this is that SBF is not the bad guy and FTX just had some like accounting issues, then it doesn't look as negative on the blockchain. It looks more like there was just an issue with the way that they kind of handled things. So that's kind of like Maybe the media cycle not being as negative towards it could be beneficial long term. But I agree. Like, what is the major catalyst that's going to drive interest in Solana versus going with like a Polygon, where all these other Fortune fives are launching, and that's what's kind of drawing the interest? What do you got? Oh uh, yeah, just a point on the media. Yeah, the mainstream media wheel on this thing is hilarious. Like, man, I had my mom texting me like a week or two ago. I don't know. Like, she was late. A week after the SBF, like bombshells were dropping, but. She knows I'm like kind of into crypto, but she doesn't really know what's going on. And so she's texting me about SBF. Did you hear about this guy's company? It's so unfortunate. It got taken <laughs> out by the market. He's a genius. And I'm like, mom, no. Like I sent her like a 200 tweet thread that like went through all of it. I'm like, this guy's a criminal. Your boomer media is fucked. Like, I don't know if they're feeding you guys. But <laughs> you're right though. Like the counterpoint to that is it's a lot better for the long-term future of not only crypto, like FTX was a big deal. It can't be, this is going to scare people forever if it doesn't come out in the media a certain way. 
And maybe no, it still will. That, I kind of think the same thing. Like, I think if anything, this media narrative is like more beneficial for the long term, despite it being like just not the truth. You know what I mean? Like, that's so. Like, I'll tell my mom, no, no. Like, you got to really understand this situation. But your average normie, I'm okay actually if they think souls like legit or the FTX thing wasn't that bad. It's not. It's not the worst thing for us. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I'm in the same boat. Like, it's just kind of like we're looking at this in a manner that it's like, okay, maybe maybe this isn't the worst way to handle it because we know that it's it's kind of messed up. But in reality, it's for the public, like not as negative as we, as we may think. ZK, what you got? Yo, what's up? Good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, I think that this is uh, kind of the, the right time where everyone is so bearish on soul. Everyone's questioning the long-term longevity of it. And if anyone looked at uh, like a, a block explorer, Solana was doing 10,000 plus TPS a couple days ago. That's that's Solana in sport mode that we've never seen before. You know, Fire Dancer is supposed to launch before the end of the year. And at the end of the day, I think people really just have to understand that, yeah, the bottom, it could, Solana could go a lot lower, right? But this technology is not going away. And Solana has competitive advantages that no other blockchain has regarding speed and uh, fees. And that's just going to keep attracting kind of like Coinosaurs. That was a good reason why they wanted to use Solana. A, a lot of the gaming stuff, yeah, Polygon. But I think people have to understand the amount of institutions too. Like they're not all going to, they don't all have to choose one chain. They could choose five, six chains. There's, there's plenty of institutions and kind of Starbucks players to go around. But, uh, you know, it's kind of exciting. I think people just have to wrap their head around like this stuff's not going away human nature and human emotion will come around eventually everyone's bearish so yeah i'm kind of starting to buy some stuff that i've been having my eye on here for uh you know just dipping my toes in the water right now but yeah that's kind of just my take zk i'm curious what was your most recent purchase that's not in the one of one art scene uh i've been buying into abcs just kind of gaining exposure there just because I, I i do like that I, play a lot yeah i mean People like people also don't really like those things were at 20, what, two, three weeks ago. They're at like 50 now. And uh, Hades swap volume is just continuing the ramp, even with kind of Coral Cube uh, starting the AMM. So I think it's showing that people are uh, kind of loyal to Hades swap. And yeah, I'm going to take that play all day long. Kind of like that uh, a protocol attachment for NFTs play. I do like that call out too. When you look at like total volume here, I'm looking at TXO and it's got Magic Eden at about 82% of the market share. Coral Cube at 10% and Hades Swap still holding strong at 5.5%. So that in itself like doesn't sound like a ton of market share, but the fact that that AMM cycling over 9,000 soul a day is impressive in itself and also understanding too that like the AMM game seems like it's only going to continue to increase and we've already seen Hyperspace integrate it. We've seen Magic Eden integrate the AMM there. So I think the fact is like being able to get instant liquidity where the spread so being able to instant sell for very close to the floor value of the lowest listed asset is another big advantage of the ecosystem that can like cycle volume. Like on ETH, you do have pseudo swap, but it's not integrated into these marketplaces where that volume can basically be leveraged in real time and allow for that liquidity to cycle. ZK, you have something else? Yeah, just on that, uh, with the statistics you mentioned, that also includes kind of the Quainosaurus secondary, and there wasn't mm -hmm. really much activity right off the bat of the mint. So I... I would I would argue that Hades Swap is a little even a little more uh, dominant because you know it's a little skewed with this the crazy volume with Queen of Swords Mint. For sure, and I like that that recognition too. I think that there's certainly some things there that a lot of people almost overlook, overshadow. Running man, what do you got? 
Yeah, I've got to agree with ZK. I mean, um, I saw that 10k TPS, and um, you know, fully, you know, it's just fucking t- absolutely turbocharged. Um, you know, it's gonna if we can get confidence in the structure of the blockchain, you know, it's going to bring DeFi back in financial institutions, and you know, it's going to start a run on Sol. I mean, yeah, this is this is the calm before the storm, personally, in my opinion. I mean, you know, I know, I know. Royalties coming back will affect volume, but it's also going to turbocharge a lot of projects and a lot of noise in this ecosystem. I mean, I've noticed just the last three or four days, influence starting to food soul, people starting to mention it, trying to get engagement from the Solana community. Um, it's not because they believe that, it's because they want engagement, basically. And that shows me that we're just starting now to start a run. I mean, if you look at Solana, we've gone through three or four black swan events that probably end another network to be fair you know you look at polygon they should be already adopted by now um you know if they've got to compete on a fully functioning solana on a run on salt they're not going to compete um you know they should have got traction by now and they haven't been adopted that wasn't adopted when i was using ETH before now i mean we can keep you know we can keep going over it i'm a i'm I'm more i'm a frictionless blockchain maxi but i believe in solana um we're just gonna this now is ground floor. I think we moved from here. Um, there's a lot of lot of issues with the blockchain being fixed and getting fixed, and I think we're just getting started. To be fair, I like that call too. Um, even kind of looking at like quarterly metrics. So a three month span here, Solana's done more volume in Q3 of this year than they did in Q2, and more volume this year <clears throat> in USD value than Q4 last year. Q1 was still like the absolute rip. I think everyone can agree on that. January, February was absolutely chaos. Like it was mitten print season. Secondaries were going three, four, five X. And uh, now it actually looks like looking at this from Q3 last year to today, we're almost two X up on volume. Sure. Some of that's wash traded, but I do think that there's still a lot of money in the ecosystem. And when dude, when BitBoy FUDs, man, he's been on a very anti soul campaign. I almost become more bullish because like I, I'm a huge like reverse trade BitBoy guy. So I guess if he's going to keep shitting on it, I'm, I'm going to keep buying, you know? As soon as I saw that, it was like a signal. Um, we just started to get some traction now, I think. And I saw, saw Solana mentioned a lot, you know, trying to get gain engagement. I mean, it's uh, going back to ZK, calling out ID swaps, not a bad call. I mean, um, I'm looking at Elixir as well. I mean, I'm pretty, uh, you know, getting on Elixir, right slow and not released any utility. But ID swap have got that joint partnership with your, with that options market. Um that's gonna that's gonna run on us ID ID swap. Um, so I think I think um, just getting started. Looking forward to this week. Um, from what I've been hearing. So you're saying the options market from Doomlist is running on Hades Swap? Yeah, he's partnered with ID Swap, dude. Um, that joint Interesting. partnership. Interesting. Um, and I mean, I'm early on the Fortune traders that have got like you know rev share on that options market. Um, probably you know I mentioned it last week in Spaces. But you know you can you can basically burn your NFTs to get the um, you know the mint token. It's gonna be, you know, it's nine point nine nine to mint at public, and it's not guaranteed. Um, so that mint token is gonna, you know, it's gonna flip double into double digit sold at the moment. You can build, burn two quantum traders for like six. So I've been early on that. Um, that's partnered with ID Swap. In my opinion, that option market is gonna be big. Um, you know, it's only it's a bit matter of time before we start seeing a run on that. Um, you know, is that mint a free mint? Um, no, it's um, they've got they've got um, allocation to um, early early allocation, which is like discounted. Then they've okay. got allocation to the your holders, which is um you can buy either burn two quantum traders and five thousand your or one Solstein and five thousand your and you get the mint token. Or you can get you can get the mint token and burn one quantum trader and add free free sol to it. 
and you get the guaranteed mint. It's going to be sold out before it gets to public. Or the Doom list isn't a guaranteed list either. Doom list is 9.99, but not guaranteed, which is going to make it. It's going to create a demand on this token. Um, once once the run starts on it, you know you haven't seen HDE tweet about it. They've been pretty quiet about it. But the Fortune Traders collection and and the options market that's going to be launching. Um, it's going to make noise on Solana for sure. Um, I, I know we can, you say it can be, you know, it can be manipulated. I mean, sort of if if, if they keep to the like the sort of projects that they're supporting the AMM pools and not just random, you know, JPEG rugs, um, then you've got some sort of solid, solid foundation behind it. Um, I did mention it last week in Spaces. I've been fairly early to all of them. To be fair, Elixir on that. Um, I just see and and as well the contract standard coming out. It's going to, you know, that MMPLX token, Metaplex token. Is, is factored into that all you know that creators suite um i think that could be the there could be a run on that token as well so yeah just trying to you know plan in advance look at the plays and just see see the demographics before they happen i, I you know we're quite on slime at the moment but i think we're just getting started um that's 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 how i feel in any case yeah and i'm looking at this uh yaw token it's 0.003 so five thousand of those is about one soul you can get a Solstein for five seven or two quantum traders for two eight seven. So right around the same like sub seven mint cost to get one of these. And that was kind of my question there. If you get a mint token, does that do you still have to pay the nine point nine nine on top? No, or does no, that no, give no. That's, you a that's the mint. That's the mint. These. That's the mint. Um, okay, you get, so you're looking at like just shy of seven yeah. for a guarantee. Obviously, mint. what what you've got at the moment is all the your holders of like sort of like you know we've burnt their supply, so there's no demand on the token at the moment. It's, it's mm-hmm. for sale on your. But as soon as I start running that options market, there's going to be demand across the Solana blockchain um, to get in on the rev share on that. Um, at the moment, it's been fairly close to like your. Definitely worth looking at. I did mention it last week. Um, as I said, I haven't released any screenshots of the options market. HG hasn't mentioned the ID swap, but it is happening. Um, and, you know, the, the, it's on oversupply at the moment because obviously your holders are either trying to sell or them trying to get some liquidity on raise, slightly raised floors. And whoever has burnt aren't buying the token. But as soon as I get released onto Solana, um, you know, and people, more people hear about it, there's going to be a run on that token, in my opinion. I think so as well. I like that call out. I like that consideration here. It's certainly something I'm going to continue to look a little bit more into. I'm a big derivatives guy. So if we can get some uh, some options trades on the market, I'm just eager to see how they actually plan to drive that uh, and what the kind of mechanics are. They have also said it's 100% rev share to those those NFTs based on that options market. So yeah, I'm, yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah, should man. be solid if they can gain some volume on it. I know we're going to see... I'm, it's going to be crazy to see short squeezes on NFTs because you know damn well that's going to happen at this point. King, what's going on? What's going on, everybody? I, I was going to ask the same question, bro. Um, with You got uh, the three different marketplaces, Elixir, UGS, and um, a couple other people that are coming up in the ranks trying to do this options market fractionalization. How do you think that's going to play into soul volume? I mean, where do you see this meta kind of playing out over the horizon? I think it'll be good for volume, to be honest, but I don't think it'll be directly correlated to the NFT market. Like, I think if anything, we're going to see more volume ramp on like the SPL side of things. Because if you remember what Elixir is actually doing behind the scenes is you are getting like fractionalization from an SPL token of the NFT. So that's kind of one thing I'm like looking at a little bit more. Paladin, you're waving there. I'm curious if you got some thoughts on it. Uh, I don't know what I was waving at. All I want to say is (laughs) Polygon sucks. Polygon sucks and <laughs> raffles are broken. I saw you tweet about raffles. I was like, bro, there's no way raffles are legit. I had one soul in my wallet, one soul. 
I want a just ape, then I want a couple foxes, and now I woke up and I want a fucking youth, and now I have 140 souls. <laughs> this isn't an ad. Are you kidding me? This isn't an ad, but I'm up 140 Solana. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you sound like sugar. It's it's gambling at its finest. That's for damn sure. So it is what it is. We got the morning show here in about nine minutes. We're probably going to be back again at 5 p.m. Due to our basil, I'll be uh, around the lovely city of Miami. So we're going to figure out the spaces schedule. The 8 a.m. space will certainly be happening. We got some live 9 a.m. spaces. So if you are in Metaverse Miami tomorrow and Wednesday, we will be at the Rug Radio stage doing that. And then DGen Arcade Thursday, Friday. So a lot of, lot of live morning shows. We're going to figure out the 5 p.m. space. Watch my Twitter feed. We'll give you some information on it. But shout out all the dope speakers. Shout out everyone pulling up today per usual. We're going to be back at 9 a.m. with the Nifty Alpha crew. And uh, I'll keep you posted on the 5 p.m. show. But worst case, we're back again at 8 a.m. tomorrow. We'll catch you then. Thanks for rocking with us. Some good dialogue today. And don't forget, don't gamble on raffles if you can't afford to lose the salamis.